Welcome in to the funnest of the fun astrology podcasts. It's Saturday. It's time for medical astrology with Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Thomas. So happy to be back with you today. Oh, we're just getting such great reviews on these, and I so appreciate you doing them with us. And and I know we're going to dive into an area here that is a lot of people are going to be interested in. So we're going to talk about the nodes, right? The nodes of the moon related to medical astrology. Yes. So I hear a little karma blowing around in the wind here. <laughs> <laughs> Ever so slightly, right? Well, yes. it's coming at yes. a good time because this week I've been narrating on this book for Steve Forrest called The Endless Sky. And it's just a bunch of articles that he wrote accumulated. And the one that I finished this week that I just could not put down. I mean, you talk about a page turner. This was incredible. He tells the story, and some of you guys will be familiar with this. A little boy by the name of James Leininger. There's been a book written about him and a Netflix documentary that he clearly remembered as a young child being an Air Force fighter pilot shot down over Iwo Jima in the Pacific in 1945 during World War II. He remembers his name when he was a pilot, a fighter pilot. He remembers details of the airplane, how the fuel system works, how the missiles work, how all of that works. He knew who he was flying with, and he clearly remembered the details of the day that brought him down. Well, he has accurate birth information, so Steve picked all of that apart and basically correlated it back to his south node and the karma surrounding it. It was an incredible article. Oh, just gives me chills. That sounds powerful, very powerful. So what a parlay to talk about the South Node related to medical astrology. Yes, absolutely. I love that. That is fascinating. And I do think the South Node and the North Node is quite important in traditional astrology. We know it is about the karma and kind of the destiny that we're trying to grow towards. But in medical astrology, there's a bit of a debate on what the nodes represent. So between Western and Eastern, especially Eastern, there's definitely that karmic component that plays into their interpretation, whereas Western has just kind of started slowly using that. Uh, Mainly Judith Hill, who's one of the foremost authorities in Western medical astrology and who I'm studying with, she has seen the notes to be very revealing in her practice and has encouraged Western astrologers, uh, medical astrologers per se, to include them in their interpretations And as we know, these nodes change signs every 1.5 years. So they are going to hit every part of your chart. And actually it's 18.6 years that a node will hit a planet in your chart. So they do bring a lot of significance. And I wanted to just kind of break apart on a very, you know, easy to understand level of what it could mean for you. So the North node is always opposite, directly opposite the South node. And in your natal chart, you're going to see the terms true node for North node. And its symbol looks like a horseshoe uh, positioned with the open end at the bottom. And then the South node is the opposite. And sometimes in like astro.com and, and astrodeance.com, they don't include the South node, but just know that it's always going to be directly opposite that North node. And Thomas has done some really great previous definitions and interpretations on the nodes and what they mean in traditional astrology. So I'm not going to go into all of that, but let's start with what the South node represents in medical astrology. So South nodes known otherwise as the dragon's tail or K2, and that's more in the Vedic or Eastern tradition. And it's actually one of the most important pathological points in the natal chart besides Saturn and Mars. So these three 
are very, very important to pay attention to in your chart. So where it's at represents a point of energy that exits or where we are deficient and have a weakness. So it's natal sign and house placement is going to show you the body areas where you need to pay the most attention to. It is a lifetime weak spot in the body and it needs to be strengthened. South nodes also related to inherited genetic conditions from the mother and congenital weaknesses. Also a preeminent indicator of ailments of subconscious origin, like PTSD, childhood trauma, and for those who believe disturbing memories arising from previous incarnations, just like Thomas mentioned about uh, the gentleman that Steve Forrest did that interpretation on. So it's really interesting and it has a draining influence. It's really similar to Neptune. It feels depleting. It can be fatiguing, sensitizing, and very psychically oriented. Future issues can really be prevented by tonifying and strengthening the body zone that corresponds to the sign of your natal south node. So for example, let's say you have a south node in Sag. The vital force is going to be draining from the body areas of the hips, legs, muscles, and the lower spinal cord. So doing things like resistance or weight training, strengthening those areas of the body, stretching, flexibility, yoga, that's going to really help prevent issues cropping up there and boost the vitality level, bringing in that oxygen and that circulation to those tissues. And just like the North node, like I mentioned, it's going to transit over every planet in your chart. So just talked about the natal placement of your South node. So now I want to kind of talk about the transiting South node, because that, that can sometimes pop up as well. And people ask questions if that can be an indicator. And really what, what happens is, is when it transits over a natal planet, it is going to have a bit more of a draining effect to that planet. And it's going to weaken it a bit. So it's important to support that planet that the South node might be conjoining and, uh, you know, use, use that extra strength to support that bodily area. Or like, let's say it's your, I'm going to use the example of your ascendant. Uh, cause that's one that actually happened to me not long ago. Um, so it usually produces physical fatigue in the body and general malaise. You're going to kind of feel like your batteries are kind of running on low. And uh, it, it's, it's like your, your vital force, your vitality is being dragged away or drained away from the body. And it's really interesting. So that bodily area that is governed by the natal ascendant sign needs to be given extra support. So let's say you have an air sign ascendant, like I'm a Gemini rising. So doing something like breath work or pranayama is going to really help strengthen during that transit. And, you know, it really just depends on the unique uh, chart of the person and it can get quite complicated. So I don't want to go into too much of that detail today, but knowing where your natal South node is, is going to be really empowering for you. And I, please, I encourage you to go back and listen to the moon podcast I did. So your corresponding uh, South node sign, you can go back and listen to those body areas that I discussed. Those are the ones that you are going to want to pay attention to and take proactive measures in. Now, Stephanie, that is awesome information. And what I'm thinking is, so right now, the south node is in Sagittarius. Yes. And it's almost getting ready to move into Scorpio, right? So that could yes. be interesting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So what everybody could do is look at their chart and look at one slash two degrees, the very early part of Sagittarius, and see if you have any planets there. Or if you wanted to look ahead... See if you have any late planets in Scorpio, because remember, the nodes move backwards, so it's, it's counting down. It's not counting forward, so we're moving 
from the low numbers of Sagittarius into the high numbers of Scorpio. And from there, you could see if something is being impacted, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up because we are going to be going into a soon a shift, a nodal shift. We have an eclipse just next week in Taurus and eclipses. The nodes usually follow the eclipses. So yes, anything in the late degrees of Taurus and then the late degrees of Scorpio, look around there because it's going to be hit and you want to pay attention. Okay. And then the nodes take about a year and a half to move through a sign. So we're talking about, you talk about these transits as they're happening. These are not fast movers. We're not talking about the moon or Mercury here. We're talking about a theme that's going to get baked in over about a year, year and a half. Right. Right. So there's plenty of time there to focus on, you know, what is this node bringing me? What am I here to learn and work with with it? What planet is it coming up to? If it's Venus, maybe it's bringing up patterns of value with your body and your health. Do you put yourself first and your needs first? Do you have worth with that? It's going to bring up stuff from the past and things to work with, to learn how to grow and use it in a different way in the future. Well, this has been really interesting. What a great angle on it and what a perfect application. You know what? Who cares if astrology doesn't recognize the nodes with medical? We do, and we just did. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And I've seen it personally for myself with my nodes. I actually have the Taurus and Scorpio polarity. It's, It's definitely been impactful. So I care about it and I wanted to bring it to the audience so they can see and just kind of get some more information. And next week, I want to follow up with the North Node and explain that for people as well. Perfect. One of the things about astrology is you can't pick and choose. That's not part of the deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. You have a great week. Thank you, Thomas. You too. And looking forward to joining all you listeners here next Saturday. And by the way, give them your email if they'd like to correspond. Oh, yes, please. Please send me your questions. Please send me your emails to Steph, S-T-E-P-H, at funastrology.com. And I really look forward to getting them from you. And please also send your questions to Thomas's website, The Speak Pipe. That's also an option. And you don't need to leave your name or any other information. It can be very anonymous. So thank you all so much for listening. And see you all here next Saturday. 